hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's your host, internationally recognized comedy soundcast soundcaster, Mark... Hello, hello, hello. That was Bill Haywatt. This is Sakatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast, and I am Mark Hershaw, host for episode 330. Sorry that this uh, installment is a bit late. I caught a little bit of a cold, which you might still hear in my voice, and I didn't want to impinge on your eardrums with my hoarseness. I'm not the only host of Suckatash, as you may well know. I share these duties with my awesome counterpart, Tyson Saner, as we switch off episodes so we can bring you the very bestest clips from soundcasts across the interverse. Just last week, Tyson hosted Epi 329, an edition entitled Pleasure, Gender, and Pens, where he featured snippets from a trio of soundcasts, including My Pleasure, Gender Reveal, and Pen Pals. It was a delightful roundup for your ears. And if you missed it, you can still catch it across the web at ear joints like Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible.com, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, PodBay, Podcatcher, YouTube, you get it. And a great place to start listening is right from our home site at SuckatashShow.com, where you can dip back into our 11-plus years of soundcastery deliciousness. As for this week... And what I have in store for you in this early Thanksgiving feast eclipse is we'll be sampling Ghosted, Overwhelmed and Living with Judith Lucy, My Dad Wrote a Porno, and The Midnight Snack. And the whole shooting match is brought to you by our longtime, non-paying, freeloading sponsor, Henderson's Pants, and their new high-waisted hip huggers. Before I wade into the clips for this week, and for those who caught Dana Carvey on this show as my guest for Epi 326, where he talked about his new soundcast, The Weird Place, you may be curious how it did in its one-week debut. Well, I talked to Dana yesterday, and it ended up in the top ten in comedy soundcasts for the past two weeks in a row. It didn't even air last week. I mean, it did because it's a it's a soundcast you can get any time but it wasn't fresh but it's still up there so now he's waiting to see if the folks over at team coco believe in it enough to pony up the scratch to make some more episodes i bet they will all right how about i get into some clips check this out one of the most unique soundcasts when it debuted back in 2015 had to be my dad wrote a porno Jamie Morton discovered that his father, writing under the nom de plume Rocky Flintstone, had written a pornographic novel called Belinda Blinked. Reading it aloud to his friends James Cooper and Alice Levine proved to be too hilarious to keep to themselves, so they turned the experience into a soundcast. And what a soundcast! It became hugely popular. They've had over 480 million downloads. They've had an HBO special, and they're about to go on a live tour. I actually chatted with the trio back in our episode 141. You can check it out at SuckatashShow.com on our home site there. I want to revisit the show, though, because they've recently announced that My Dad Wrote a Porno will be shutting down next month. Aww. Yes. Maybe it's because they're tired of it, or maybe Rocky won't stop writing porn. He's up to his sixth book in the Belinda Blink saga. 
This clip is from their Best of Book 6 episode, where they get into some of Belinda's best bits, so to speak. Um, which, speaking of, we should delve into the best, or our favourite, let's not say best, you're right, James, our favourite bits of book six. Well, we have to, st- like, there's one that just came up time and again. I think I know what you mean. Is he a DJ? <laughs> He's a DJ. He does the breakfast show on Steel Spots and Pans Radio. <laughs> the man is an icon. Bella wasted no time in jumping onto head of marketing Ian Snail. <laughs> Snail is allergic to salt. He's not a slug. Aren't they the same? <laughs> they are, they are slugs with houses. <laughs> I just spat my champagne all over my face. I, I uh, would ask why we've never heard about him before. Because this is the best day of my life. <laughs> it takes him so long to get to the office. <laughs> I think that was one of the top five moments of my life when we heard that name for the we first time. We were so drunk. It's such a wet, sloppy response. It's just like snot and like snorting Weezing. and tears and wheezing. Oh yeah, the cleanup after that episode, Alice, must have been... Oh my God. God. I had forgotten quite how much joy that brought us, but hearing it again, it's actually given me a light head. What is it about Ian? Because there's obviously <laughs> loads of like Jack names in this book. What is it about Ian Snail specifically that got us so hard? It's so evocative. It's not just us, though. People have drawn incredible... The tattoo? A guy got a tattoo. Yeah. It's half snail, half man holding a briefcase. (laughs) Like he's got this uh, a shell. And it's massive on the top of his arm. It's It's not not a little one. It's It's not a little one. (laughs) If you're going to do it, do it properly. I think it's because, unlike the build-up to some characters... Ian Snell just slid in under the radar on a lettuce leaf. And also, I think because it was the last episode of the series, we weren't, and she was back at Steel, so we weren't expecting a new character. Oh my God. And suddenly, bam, Ian Snell. Least Snail. of all, someone who was quite so important to the company structure and we should have heard about far sooner. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, that's just pure Rocky, isn't it? Book six, end of the book, still delivering iconic <laughs> characters. Yeah. Like Ian Snell, I mean, dare I say it, has maybe surpassed Toffee Apple Chew as novelty characters that people enjoy. <laughs> it's a proper Noah's Ark, isn't it, Steels? Oh, it really is. There was somebody else that made an appearance in book six who I really enjoyed. And it also was at the same point that we learned something about Tony's office. Belinda, Tony said sternly, I must introduce you to Giles Cottonsburg. <laughs> You absolutely must, my darling. (laughs) Oh, Giles, I'm so sorry. What a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Panting, Belinda wiped sweaty strands of hair from her forehead, pushed her tits back into her blouse as she smiled at an elderly lobbyist reclining on Tony's sofa bed. (laughs) He's on the sofa bed in the office. (laughs) For those long nights. He's lying down on the sofa bed. You gotta commit when it comes oh to steals. God, honestly, the structure of that office is just mad. The furniture. But think, you know, you're about to close a deal in I don't know Hong Kong. You can't go home and go to bed. Exactly. Yeah, it's a 24-hour business. It's barely an eight-hour business. <laughs> that was actually quite a dramatic episode, wasn't it? That's where 
George George turned out to be Giles. Yes, yes, yes. And Belinda tried to apprehend him. Oh my God, yeah. In her own inimitable style. Belinda began to prepare her tools to perform a citizen's arrest. (laughs) 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 That took my breath away. She's going to handcuff him because that's not what you do on a citizen's arrest. No, she's not going to handcuff him. She's going to fashion handcuffs. <laughs> like a blacksmith. <laughs> Puts on a welder's mask. Great. If you haven't ever caught My Dad Wrote a Porno, you should check it out. And if you're a fan, the hosts, James, Jamie, and Alice, are hitting the U.S. for a grand live farewell tour. If you check out the episode we clipped from, then you will find there's an entire rundown of the cities they're going to hit in the U.S., so check that out. There is certainly no shortage of soundcasts dealing with the paranormal out there. Many of them lean into comedy because otherwise, I guess we'd just be scared shitless all the time. Take, for instance, the clip we have from Ghosted with Roz Hernandez, specifically from an episode that dropped earlier this month where Roz's guest was comedian Matt Bronger. In this part of the show, they listen to a couple of EVPs, or electronic voice phenomena. If you don't know what those are, Roz explains at the top of the clip. And even with Roz and Matt joking about what they're listening to, you might want to sleep with your light on from now on. Do you want to hear some ghost voices? Yes, I do. Okay, it's time for EVPs or EVPs. Have you ever heard of EVP? Yes. Electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So it's when people like Zach Baggins believe that they've captured a ghost speaking. Mm-hmm. I go to YouTube.com and I type in EVPs. Nice. I find people's EVPs from all over the country, sometimes the world. And I'm going to play you two and I want you to tell me what you believe this ghost is saying. Okay. And then I'll give you some options. Yeah, we'll put on these headphones. Okay. Um, Okay, so this first one comes from Haunted or Not, question mark. And it was recorded by Bi State Paranormal at the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois. What is this ghost saying? Damn. It sounds like he's saying it's great. Like he just ate a donut. He's like, it's, it's great. great. It's really deep. Real- Ooh, that's creepy. That's real creepy. I hear Ben Vereen. I think you're right. It is. It's, uh, <laughs> it sounds like Ben Vereen. <laughs> okay. Is it A, I need a break? B, hungry? C, Henry? Or D, it's just like somebody's stomach growling. Hmm. Now that you said the hungry or the Henry. I'm going to go hungry. They believe it's Henry. Mm, Okay. I don't know who Henry is, but um, wait, what is this? Okay, the Mike Pike Mansion. Is there a Henry? Oh, there was. Okay, it was originally, the owner of the mansion was Henry Guest McPike. Whoa. So maybe it was him or somebody with a deep-ass voice 
talking to him. Okay, next one. This is from Aaron Kindle, and it was in their house. What's it saying? Whoa. That's kind of a longer one. Yeah. I think that they edited the sound probably to level it out and sound better, so it's a little... Yeah, there's a lot going on. But okay. Do you have any guesses? It's just so many syllables. I know. It's... it's Yeah, I... I, I can give you some suggestions. Okay, great. Or some choices. Okay. Right. Okay. Is it A, I'll be up in the club? Is it B, help me, Melinda? Fuck. Is it C, excuse me, are you a schmuck? Schmuck? Did I say that right? Schmuck? Yeah, schmuck. Yeah, you know. Is it D, I'm beat. Let's end this, please. Hmm. I would. I like. Uh, I like B and D. Okay, let's play. Help me, Melinda. Fuck, or I'm beat. Let's end this, please. You know, I think it's help me, Melinda. Fuck. It's just. It's very uh, kind of warped sounding. Uh-huh. Probably because it's coming from the spirit realm. Uh, yeah. But. Um, you know, I think it's I, it's like a very sardonic person dying or something. Help, Help me, Melinda. Melinda. Fuck. Fuck. Like, and just like, and he's asked a couple times. Yes. Like she's frozen. Melinda. She's frozen in the doorway. Fuck. He was like, help, Melinda. And then it was just like, help me, Melinda. Fuck. <laughs> yes. And then he just exactly. he kicked it. That's what they believe it says. Amazing. Help me, Melinda. <laughs> Treasured friends, remember how silly and retarded old grandpa looked waddling around the house with his pants pulled up to his chest while jiggling so much change in his pockets, you thought he might just secretly be one of those street corner Santas? Well, you never have to be jealous of Gramps again, thanks to Henderson's new high-waisted hip-huggers. With today's young people fast running low on yesterday's styles to rip off and pretend that they invented them, Henderson's high-waisted hip-huggers are here, just in time to put the hip back into hipster. Whether you sport a belt or suspenders, a vest or scraggly mustache, our hip-huggers are perfect for that seedy yet sassy, fresh-from-the-second-hand store look. And to complete the look, Henderson's has laced each and every pair of high-waisted hip-huggers with the smell of mothballs and elder's urine. 
Even though these trousers are brand spanking new, your most dickish and judgmental friends won't be able to tell that your new pants were not recently worn by the deceased. Originally designed for Wilfred Brimley, Ed Grimley imitators, and endorsed by TV's lovable curmudgeon, the late William Frawley, Henderson's high-waisted hip-huggers are available wherever people get their clothes out of a bin on the sidewalk. That's Henderson's, makers of fine trousers and pantaloons since 1847. And now, back to Suckatash. I was turned on to this next Australian-based soundcast from our friend Jabs, or Jason McNamara, as it says on his birth certificate. He's host of the D-Head Factor, which is currently on the longest hiatus ever, as well as Boganwood, which we are uh, anticipating a third season of. The soundcast is Judith Lucy, Overwhelmed and Living, and Jab says Judith Lucy has, quote, a very dry but hilarious Australian humor, unquote. The show description on Apple Podcasts reads, After lockdown, Judith is still asking the big questions. Between baking and wondering if she has a drinking problem, Judith wondered how happy we'd been in our old lives and why back to normal is not a good idea for us or the planet. She's out to change her life and yours. In our clip, she decides to make some changes in her home to save money and to benefit the environment. She invites Brett Hedger, the Greenhouse Programs Officer for the City of Port Phillip, over to see just how bad her place is. It's not good. Understandably, I was a little self-conscious about Brett evaluating my home. Suddenly, I felt like I was living in a giant lump of coal with a stuffed turtle with a plastic straw coming out of its nose mounted on my wall. Jesus, I was so nervous, you'd think I'd ask Brett to come over and screw me, which in a sense he did. But he also wound up giving me advice that would not only benefit the earth, but my wallet. I am braced here. I let you look at my electricity and water bill. So you're here, you're in my two-bedroom flat in Balaclava. I think without even batting an eyelid, Brett, you can probably tell me a lot of things that I could be doing better. Let it rip. The first thing that jumped out to me is who you buy your electricity and gas from. I know. AGL is the biggest polluter in Australia. If you were time poor, you didn't have too much time to think about this. I think the best thing to do is change companies, change to a green company. And my recommendation there is to use the Greenpeace Electricity Guide. Mm -hmm. If we just turn the page, that's your last two years of electricity consumption. What I'm showing Judith here is a, is a chart of interval data. And what we can see is you can the high usages in winter, mm -hmm. which points to heating, yep. which is that split system up on the wall. Yep. When you were away, even though you weren't here, you were still using 2.2 kilowatt hours a day. How does that happen? Well, it's the standby power. It's just things you leave on. But that equates to 28% of your power consumption. So Jesus even, wept. Even if you weren't here, you'd still use 28% oh of your power. Oh, my God, Brett. Yeah. Okay. And then we look at your... I knew this would be embarrassing. We look at but... your refrigerator. Your, your fridge is old yeah. and inefficient. Yeah. It's using 20% of your power. Wow. Yeah. Turn everything off at the PowerPoint. Most people leave things like modems and other bits yes. and gadgets on yes. See, all day, my, every day. That's Just what I do. Stop it. Shut them down. I reckon you could easily save 50%. So for starters, new fridge and just turn everything off. What I, I also love about your 52 um, ideas is that you've also got stuff in there like grow up, slow down and put basically love ahead of greed. Absolutely. 
Greed is the cause of all of this. How did we let Bezos, Gates and what's the other guy, Musk, control the world? How did that happen? But do I really need to be able to lift my own body weight, Brett? Yes. Why? Because we're going to be living in bunkers. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to leave it at that, Brett. (laughs) Sorry. Just doing chit-ups. Let's all thank Jabs for turning us on to Judith Lucy, Overwhelmed and Living. Love it. You can check out her show wherever you get your soundcasts. One of the first Succotash listeners slash supporters slash soundcasters out there to start using our term soundcast for their own show was Dave in the Cave. That's the only name I ever called him, although I do know his actual name is Dave Howard. And he had a show called Taco Tuesdays. That soundcast ended up eventually in the Soundcast Graveyard, which is a segment maybe we should revisit. Maybe bring that back. After a few years off my radar, Dave in the cave popped back on when he responded to one of our Succotash tweets just last week. It turns out he has a soundcast called The Midnight Snack, but he's kind of off the reservation in terms of where the show can be found. I'm only finding it on SoundCloud, which is a fine place to be. You can find us there, too, of course. The show has an amazing cast of wacky characters who seem to appear only in bumpers between some cool original music. Here's a sample from his latest episode, 98. What the hell is wrong with you, pal? <laughs> oh, it's you guys. Hello, Ronald of the Sedalis. Hello, pal. <laughs> Gosh, Ron, what a nice gathering. Yeah, look at all the people. It is a swell soiree. Good job, Ron. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Oops, forgot the guest of honor, pal. How dare you, infidel? Well, Mr. Midnight Snack, who will be doing the big production number at the end of the show, pal? <laughs> you don't look so hot. He, he walked into a door. His skull is inside out. It was a big door? I am the undead. All right, did you morons do the whole resurrect the dead guy thing, pal? Uh, no. I am the undead and will eat your soul. You idiots. Well, he was fine at first, Ron. Oh, yeah, but since then he's, uh... Kind of been going downhill. There's worms falling out of his ears. I am the undead, and ooh, is that a buffet? Hi, Cannonball. Uh, hello, Cindy. Hi, Billy. Uh, hello, Cindy, the part-timer with the giant cans. Who's your friend? Uh, friend? The one glowing purple and swabbing a cat through the punch bowl. He's cute. Introduce me. I don't think that's a good idea, pal. <laughs> Too late. She's already over there, Sploosh. Hi, I'm Cindy, the part-timer with a big sweater biscuits. What? Oh, oh, oh. What's wrong with you? Oh, I've known you before. And Cindy? Cindy, your face up. It's in my mind from decades before. Uh-oh, Cannonball. Undead snack zombie is getting all kitten-eyed. Oh, he's caressing her face with his scabby dead guy hands. It's you. You were the love of my life. I'm Cindy. And then you left me to sleep with the pitching staff of the 69 Mets. What? Now you are here. Cindy, the part-timer with the ginormous tits. Yes? Cindy, do you believe in destiny? That all the powers of broadcast radio can be altered for one single purpose so that I can date a part-timer with huge bombers? Uh-huh. 
It's your life, Billy. That the luckiest of undead dumbasses was a horrible drinking problem. And a crippling addiction to humble figurine collecting. Is the one who finds true love. You're silly. I have crossed oceans of radiostatic to find you. Ron, are you crying? Ugh, I got something in my eye, pal. <laughs> Does anybody else smell garlic? Stop right there. Oh my god, it's the corpse of Larry King! <laughs> what? Can't you mince off those gigantic yabos? Cindy is mine! Hello! Goodness gracious, I did not see that coming, Sploosh. Yeah! The greatest hits of all time! Fun Tower Radio! Midnight Snack Check out Dave in the Cave, or Dave Howard, however you want to call him, and The Midnight Snack up on SoundCloud. You can go to soundcloud.com slash Dave in the Cave, all lowercase, or to our home site, SuccotashShow.com. Click on the link in the title of his show in the blog entry for this episode, and you will be whisked over there in extreme comfort at no additional charge. That's our clip buffet for you today, but we're not quite done. How does a little tweet sack palate cleanser sound? It's our shout-out to folks who've been kind enough to use our at Show handle in their social media feeds on Twitter and Instagram. Why, here they are now. The Jock Doc Podcast, Judith Rose Schwartz, Tom Jr. Jackson, 929, DAPF Pod Annalise, The S. Anthony Thomas Show, Salty Language Podcast, Nubia Biggert, Fascination Street, Misfit Scully, and Paws the Dinosaur Hunter. My dad wrote a porno. Yeah, they actually, I didn't do the clip because of their, they're tweeting us. We tweeted them because of their thing about going off and they, they said thanks. How about that? Rafty Rang TTV. That's right, Rafty Rang TTV. Never explain anything. Noreen Sapinski. Weird but fucking beautiful. Jay the Angry Ginger. Hey Jay, how are you? I shake my head with Lisa and Sam. Marcin Kasparian. Dave in the cave. Again, well, actually we did play his clip because he responded to our Twitter, so that's different than the other thing. Dan Maynard, Chad Daniels, Aaron Zawacki, Christine Blackburn, and Different Way Games, Trash Invasion International. There is no more episode 330 left in the can. It's all gone. Feel free to listen to it again if you want, or just hang around our feed and listen to episode 331 next week with Tyson. Actually, Tyson and I are going to each take some vacation time around Thanksgiving, so both Epi 331 and 332 will be episodes of Succotash Second Helpings. Those are past episodes from the archives that have been reheated for your pleasure. Have a nice Thanksgiving holiday if you're in the United States next week. If you're elsewhere in the world, have a terrific Thursday. And remember, if you ever have anyone ever ask you if you've heard anything good lately, won't you please pass the Succotash? You've been listening to Succotash, the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host, Mark Hershaw. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com. On Spotify. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Succotash Show. Like us on Facebook. 
Email us at marc at succotashshow.com or call into the Succotash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at hightail.com slash you slash Succotash. Succotash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Succotash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Succotash goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production. Gobble, gobble.